Wherever cancer is, Hancock Health will fight. In any part of you and in all corners of East Central Indiana. From Indianapolis to Greenfield to Knightstown and beyond. From hospital rooms to family rooms, we fight. With technology and medicine. With care backed by the wisdom of Mayo Clinic. For you, for your family, and for your future. We fight cancer here. HancockHealth.org slash cancer. You're listening to the Hammer and Nigel Show. It is the Hammer and Nigel Show. My name is Jason Hammer. Big Nige is out today. Indy Spanglish, Jerry Lopez filling in. And let's go to the drivehubler.com hotline and bring on one half of the Chicks on the Right program. Mock joins us. Lovely lady, how are you? I'm well. How are you doing? Man, I'm great. And anytime there's Britney Spears drama, one of the first (laughs) things I do is run to my phone and I get on the group text between you and Daisy, because I think you ladies know how I feel about Britney Spears, right? Unfortunately, we are all too familiar with how you feel about her, yes. (laughs) So we'll get into uh, the latest drama with Britney coming up in just a moment but uh first and foremost have you lost any of your cocaine at the white house i have not i've been keeping track of all of it really well (laughs) is this story really a big deal like nige kind of downplays it oh it's just a little cocaine it's just a bag of blow to me this feels like a big deal Oh, my God, it's a huge deal. And actually, I'm seeing – tell Nigel that he's playing the left's game because what I'm seeing all over socials from the left is, what's the big deal? I mean, they're they're just downplaying it. So a little blow was found. Who cares? But the problem is is that they found it, and it could have been anything. So the bigger issue is not even that it's cocaine, which is a big issue on its own because, like, whose is it? I think we all know, but like who's actually <laughs> going to take accountability for it? But the big issue, too, is that you can just sneak any old substance into the White House, apparently undetected, and everybody should be worried about that. Right, because where this blow was found was near the Situation Room, and from what we were told by MSNBC, who broke this part of the story, it's not too far from where the vice presidential vehicles are. So you're talking about some high-level folks here that clearly don't need clearance for when they come in, but you're right. What if that wasn't cocaine? What if it's anthrax? What if it's something else? Because if you're not screening certain high-level folks, what else can they bring in? Well, and it's funny that you say that about uh, the entrance that it was found at, because my new working theory is that since they just sort of casually slid in that reference to the vice president's parking area or whatever, that this is going to be how they finally get rid of Kamala. Bingo! I'm with you! I put the tinfoil hat on last week and said the same thing, and I got called an SOB! (laughs) <laughs> no, I mean, you know how desperate they are to get rid of her, and this is such right. an easy way to do it. They could even blame it on the second gentleman. They could be like, your husband is seeming way too happy lately, especially because he's he's married to you, so that doesn't make sense. <laughs> so we're going to blame it on cocaine, and we can't have that in the White House, so you're going to have to go. I mean, do you think Kamala Harris knows how unlikable she is, or does she just live no. in oblivion? 
And if, and the reason I know that is because she keeps talking about seeing what is possible unburdened by what has been. And no one is telling her to stop saying that. No one. And so I think she's just allowed to live in this like cloud of denial about what people really think of her and how much the American people are on to how dumb she is. Unburdened by what has been is like her catchphrase. <laughs> like the way Ed McMahon used to go, hi oh that's Kamala <laughs> Harris's catchphrase. It's in it every totally speech. <laughs> but imagine if you're Kamala Harris, though. Imagine what it's like being viewed as the drag on this current Biden ticket. Because look at Joe Biden. Look at all the things that this guy has not done or has tried to do. And you're viewed as the one that's unlikable. Like, it's almost, I can't wrap my head around the idea of somebody being the unlikable one on a ticket that features Joe Biden. Right. It's almost impossible to be that bad. And yet, look at how possible she has made it. <laughs> Mock is here from the Chicks on the Right program. Are you at all into this movie about human trafficking, the Jim Caviezel yes. movie? Oh, my gosh. I could not be more into it. I saw it. Well, Daisy and I actually got a pre-screen invite to it from the makers. And so we saw it about a week before it actually came out. And so I watched it at home. And um, I watched it with my husband. And we were, I mean, it is such a powerful, fantastic, important, well done, not gratuitous at all movie. I just, I cannot say enough positive things about it and how important it is is for everybody to see it. The fact that the mainstream media right now is trying so hard to dissuade people from seeing it tells you everything you need to know about the left. And the only excuse that I can think of that they that any human on the planet would try to dissuade from someone from knowing what's going on with this issue is that they are pedophiles themselves or they are interested in protecting pedophiles. Because there's no reason that everybody shouldn't see this movie. None. The movie is called Sound of Freedom, and I'm going to read you a headline here from the Washington Post. Quote, Sound of Freedom is a box office hit whose star embraces QAnon. Like, that's, oh my God. that's the angle here, right? If you dare go to the box office and want to watch this movie, Sound of Freedom, you might as well be putting on the buffalo hat getting ready to storm the Capitol. Right. And, and and notice how, you know, they don't ever do this when it comes to a Mission Impossible movie. They don't immediately say, well, Tom Cruise, that star of Mission Impossible is into Scientology and Xenu and all that stuff. They never do it because it shouldn't matter what the private thoughts or the or even public opinion. It shouldn't matter what position or ideology the actor holds when they're simply telling an important story. Jim Caviezel and whether he believes and QAnon or whatever else, it is insignificant and irrelevant to how important to the, to the subject matter of this film. And so that is their go-to, right? They want to they wanna immediately attack or delegitimize de the movie, the actors, the creators, whoever, in an attempt to, to make people not want to see it. And that is freaking bananas. Because why would you not want people to know about this issue that's happening all over the world 
world with U.S. being the biggest consumer of child trafficking? Why would you not want people to know that? And I got to thinking about this the other night. And as a parent, not as a radio host or a talk show host or a political guy, as a parent, and Mock, you're a parent too, how did we get to the point to where you could say trafficking children is bad and all of a sudden it becomes this big political dividing talking point to where, well, you must be into QAnon if you think child trafficking is bad. How the hell did we get to this point? Well, that's a great question. And and aren't you glad to be on the right side of it? Because, again, the people who are trying to pin this to QAnon or whatever are totally discounting the fact that this story is true, that this is based. It is a documentary, essentially. It is a film showing what actually happened with Tim Ballard and how he was able to rescue kids and how he's on a continuous crusade to rescue kids. Why would anyone want to be on the opposite side? side of that argument, I have no idea, except that anybody who is, I am automatically assuming that they're a pedophile, because like there legit is no other reason. Mock joining us from the Chicks on the Right, chicksontheright.com. All right, let's get into Britney Spears here, because so <laughs> many headlines have come out about this situation that took place in Vegas. So this number one pick in the NBA draft, seven foot five kid, teenager from France, Victor Wembenyama. I guess Brittany saw him at a... 7'5". He's a big drink of water. So, Brittany sees him at the hotel, maybe a couple other places. Well, then, she sees him out having a meal somewhere in Vegas. So, Brittany goes up, uh, I guess tries to, like, touch him on the back to say, hi, I'm Brittany, welcome to Vegas, let's make love. I don't know what she wants. (laughs) But, without even looking, like, Victor's entourage just pimp-hands her, slaps her in the back, knocks her glasses off, but then we find out later that the police report said that Brittany hit herself, and (laughs) I don't know what's going on here, but why is Brittany Spears chasing a 19-year-old NBA player around, Mock? Why is Britney Spears doing literally anything that she ever does, ever? <laughs> because, I mean, all it takes is one glance at her Instagram and the kind of content she's posting, you know, dancing around, looking absolutely strung out on meth, like just acting like an idiot. But her so body looks can't. so fantastic, though, Mock. Her body still, she still got the fastball when it comes to that bot. <laughs> Yeah, but look at her face. Like, she's so... You're right, her dad right now is totally laughing at the entire country for siding with Britney about getting out of the conservatorship. He's like, see? What did I tell you? Maybe this country owes Britney's dad an apology. I've never thought about that. But the police report says that when this guy's entourage, like, reached back to smack Britney away from the basketball player, they claim that his hand hit Britney's hand, which hit herself in the face. But to me, all that is when you were a kid, did you ever play the stop hitting yourself game with like your brother or your sister where you grab their hand, stop hitting yourself, stop hitting yourself. Like, I don't really think Britney hit herself. She kind of had a little assistance in that. 
I know it's very hard. To, I mean, the police report was so odd to hear that she hit, you know, to read that she hit herself. But then when you watch the one clip that's kind of been going around socials, it very much looks like she was trying to tap him on the back or the shoulder or whatever she could reach. Um, and, you know, the, his his security detail or whatever immediately knocked her back. And so I don't think it looks like she hit herself. And in, in his defense, she doesn't look like Britney Spears anymore. So he may have just, I mean, the, the whole security team might have thought this is just another one of those crazy groupies. And they didn't recognize her or they were just reacting to the arm reaching towards their guy. And they just immediately, you know, they didn't even think to look who it was. They just immediately pushed her back. But the, the question, you know, it goes back to what you said. Why, when you are Britney Spears, are you running up like a weirdo and asking to take a picture with someone? Just have your people call his people and set it up. Right. You don't have to chase him through a hotel or whatever. I yeah. may need your help singing background vocals on a new Hammer and Nigel Records, Hit Me Wimby One More Time. I'm just telling you that right now. I may need your background vocals. <laughs> Mock. Oh, baby, baby. How I do? <laughs> That's pretty solid. Mock from the chicks on the right.com. As always, we appreciate your time. You bet. It's the Hammer and Nigel Show.